Welcome to the Unofficial Scholars Podcast with Dylan Stubblefield and David Hancock, where we discuss everything from science fiction to pop culture. We're not experts. We're not scholars. We're two guys having a casual conversation about the things that interest us. If you'd like to become an unofficial scholar, go to patreon.com slash unofficial scholars for exclusive content. All right, bro. So give me the tea. What you, flavor? I used your bathroom a few minutes ago, man. All right. And uh, I noticed you have a squirt gun attached to the back oh, of it. Oh, oh yeah. I was, I was splashing around in that bathroom and that toilet for a little bit. Tell, me, tell us about that. What is that? First of all, did you want to test it out before the episode or you want to just you want the explanation on it because yeah i'll take a break and we'll go i'll be uh just 100 percent honest dude once you go to the bidet lifestyle you don't go back is that what it is yes it's a bidet it's a bidet but it's got a hose baby it's an attachment you pull it off there oh, and you can really get in there and angle wild, it where man. you want it it's wild no I, I i saw it and to describe it it's you know, if you have a kitchen sink that has like an attachable hose, that's right. That's essentially what's attached to Dylan's toilet, and so um, <laughs> actually really nice quality too, because the hose was like this heavy stainless steel, and the trigger on it was like really um, top top quality. Dude, Did how, you much, how much? It? Yeah, I squeezed. I started spraying <laughs> it around in your toilet, and I was, and then I got some toilet water splashed on me. I'm like, I don't play with your food. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the deal, dude. I'll be honest. It's one of those things where it's like, I probably have one of the cleanest asses that you know, mm-hmm. because everybody else is white, walking around with a little bit of poop smeared on their butts, but not me. Because you got the bidet. <laughs> South Park actually just did an episode about this. So how much did it cost? It wasn't that expensive. I, th- I want to say it was, I don't know, under a hundred bucks. Okay. I'll tell you what though, it was a bitch to install. I was going to ask, what about the installation process? Uh, So it's going to vary toilet to toilet. The reason mine was so hard is because I had one of the like rigid stems that goes from the water line to your toilet. So it was the perfect length. Uh And so it was so hard to get out. I had to like take a pocket knife and like wedge it up into the, the tank of the toilet and then pry it out. But it took me so long. And then... Wait, so what are the other pieces? Because the only thing that I saw was the hose. And presumably that's so I can, after I, I, I what, you, do you spray first or do you wipe first? You spray first. Or is it a combination? No, you absolutely spray first You every spray time. first, uh-huh. then you wipe. Right. The and wipe then you maybe, a, maybe spray again in the middle of that. No, the wipe, dude, all you need is a good few seconds and then the wipe is just to dry it off. Like wow. there's nothing on the wipe. No once, way. Yeah. No it, way. It's, it's squeaky clean. So is there another aspect to the bidet that I couldn't see? underneath the toilet seat because i know there's some that like squirt up and this is like a hose so again it's like the hose that you would get from the kitchen sink and i imagine you'd have to pull it out and ready aim fire and honestly dude the water pressure on that thing was pretty solid you gotta be careful it'll give you a new asshole if you don't if you (laughs) if you don't watch out you gotta like ease into it you don't want to full blast it a power washer man you can't stand too close so you chip off the paint it's like you'll give yourself a colonoscopy or something dude it's like send a bunch of water up in there clean you up yeah that's serious uh, the reason we actually got it was to, so we're doing, my wife and I are doing cloth diapers with our baby and you have to like spray those out mm-hmm. and then wash them. Uh, so that's actually why we got it. But I've also decided to just use it as its intended purpose, which is to spray my ass. 
Yeah. And uh, yeah, so the way it works is you got this long hose and then it goes into a little T valve. Yeah. And that valve actually has an on and off switch, so I, so I can like turn it off if I right. need to, which I, I don't have a need to turn if, it off. Anytime it gets out of control and it, it <laughs> starts like, spraying around <laughs> like a fire hose. <laughs> yeah, like a wacky waving arm flailing inflatable tooth, man. You man. nailed that first try. Yeah, and I ended it with man, man. Man, man. <laughs> man, man. Uh, um, yeah, I, so, but I ended up having to get like a flexible hose for it. And it was too short, so then I had to go back and get a longer one. And yeah, it was a whole fucking nightmare to install. Wow. So, but the the part that's inside the toilet, do you have a button that you press, or is it automatic? No, there is no. Senses I have, when you're done. I don't have one of those <laughs> inside the toilet ones. Mine's strictly just the hose. You pull it off, stick it under your ass. Okay, that's it. Okay, so you yeah. gotta have. Yeah, that's gonna. It takes some getting used to, but yeah, I always thought the uh, the American way was kind of, you know dated i was like you know it's about time we start migrating bidets into american society because for me i mean i don't know about anybody else but like whenever i use just toilet paper it feels nasty bro Mm -hmm. i need to take a shower i feel like i need a shower afterwards yep you're just smearing it yeah could you i couldn't i couldn't just take care of my business wipe only and then not shower for a day you know just sleep on it yeah dude you you feel nasty i don't mean to sound like holier than thou compared to everybody on this this listen then that doesn't oh, have your, a bidet you're up on your pedestal <laughs> right but you guys all have poop <laughs> on your bus and i don't so hey fair enough well they came up there's a product to to somewhat address that so if the bidets come in the market then they're going to be in trouble but dude wipes have you ever used dude wipes uh, there is, i bet you saw those in there on the floor huh i didn't no they're sitting Did you right have next to the toilet yep that was uh, that no. was my first move i had mm-hmm. dude wipes first um those you know worked but and then we you had to take upgraded. it to the next yeah, level. I, it's one of those things where you just got to keep climbing. <laughs> I don't know what's next from here, but I'm almost to the top. I'll tell you that. Just, you're going to have to wait until uh, until the advancements come in and it's just you, you step into a like a stand-in shower, but it just like zaps you. <laughs> Any matter that was on your body that wasn't supposed to be there is vaporized. Did you, you remember that movie, dude? What? No. The, the va- oh, God, there was a Jack Black movie. Um, a long time ago, and I think Jack Black starred, and there, you know, might have been another famous cohort that was in there too. But the whole idea of the movie is these two guys came up, maybe it was one guy came up with a product, and the product was this. I think it was like an aerosol spray, or it may have been a squirt gun. But the selling point was okay. You got a bunch of dog poop in your backyard. You take this miracle spray, you spray it on the poop. And it vaporizes, <laughs> but then everything like started culminating in the in the movie. And at the end, it was like, you know, there there were these like, I don't know, it, not climate change science researchers, something like that, that were like, you know, every time you spray that poop and it vaporizes, you know, the carbon monoxide that comes from the poop, it, you know, starts destroying the ozone layer, right? So they had a, a big lawsuit against them. But yeah, it was a Jack Black movie. I'm gonna nope. look it up, see what it was called, but. I have not seen that, man, but uh, I would, yeah, if any, if there are any uh, bidet sponsors out there that want to come our way, I'm not going to drop which one I have, <clears throat> which one I have, but uh, we're, we're definitely open to bidet sponsors. Okay, so it looks like the movie, it was called Envy. It was released in 2004, and oh, wow, Ben Stiller and Jack Black. So Ben Stiller and Jack Black, I can't remember. <laughs> I can't believe I didn't remember that I he was in that. that I do love Ben Stiller. It's um, Tim, pl- b- played by Ben Stiller, has a chance to invest in Vaporizer, the latest hair-brained 
venture by his friend Nick, which is Jack Black. While the details are sketchy, Nick claims it's a chemical that can make any substance disappear. So, okay, so it's not just poop. Not expecting vaporizer to amount to much. Tim declines only to watch. And then it continues on in another description. But the movie's called Envy. Came out in 2004 with Jack Black and Ben Stiller. Speaking of Ben Stiller, have you ever seen the movie... Uh, the Secret Life of Walter Mitty. I haven't. Oh, man. it's It'll have you, like, ready to run through a brick wall, dude. It'll have you ready to quit your 9-to-5 and go pursue every dream you've ever had. Is it, like, a motivational movie or is it, like, a comedy? Kind of. I feel like the, the overall theme is motivational, but it's it does it's got some pretty funny parts. But it's just about this dude who, you know, is burnt out on his life and finally just kind of takes a leap of faith and starts. And he's, like, a dreamer, you know, and he's always, like, daydreaming about things and putting himself in like the Uh hero position in his own life when he's kind of an average joe in actuality um and yeah i won't spoil it but it is a great movie (laughs) i would definitely recommend it if you haven't seen it do you have like anything that like any movies that moved you like growing up anything that inspired you no no man there's just i have memorable movies you know things that i enjoyed watching growing up but i mean off the top of my head i don't have anything that was necessarily inspirational, like maybe inadvertently. There are things that happen yeah. in movies, like, but that's a pretty classic American tale, you know, jumping right. outside of your comfort zone to, um, to, uh, to pursue something other than a nine to five. I think I would love that. That's uh, that's always uh, a dream of mine is to not, <laughs> to not work, <laughs> to, not, <laughs> to not have to work at all, dude. All right, um, dude, I got a question for you. Mm. Do you know the Muffin Man? Does he live on Jewelry, jewelry Lane? Jewelry Lane. Jewelry. <laughs> <laughs> he's a, uh, yeah, he's. Yeah, bro. I was, okay, so I was reading this article earlier, and the Muffin Man was a real guy. What? And so I wanted to save it so I could discuss it with you later. Um, yeah, so apparently the Muffin Man was a real guy, and he was actually a serial killer. What? Okay, yeah, in like the 1500s, dude. It's kind of nuts. So <laughs> the Muffin Man's real name, this shit was crazy. Okay, so you know how like Snapchat has... They have like miniature stories on the story portion of Snapchat. Like Mm -hmm. if you open your Snapchat app and you swipe to the right, you can go through all these little stories. Yeah. I think it was mentioned in there and I was like, you know, clickbait for me because they were like, (laughs) it was like muffin man, question mark, serial killer, question (laughs) mark. I was like, fuck dude, like I'm in. (laughs) Count me in, dude. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So anyway, listen, so I I pulled up an article. This is from medium.com. Never been on medium.com. Mm. Don't know what their thing is. No but idea. do you know the Muffin Man? He was a serial killer who preyed on kids. <laughs> and I continue to read the article. So his real name was Frederick Thomas Linwood. He was mm. born in 1563 and died in 1612. So he's like in his 50s or whatever. And there's many accounts of Linwood's crimes. However, no surviving records. He was in, I can't remember. I want to say, okay, in Victorian England. I think he was in London. And what he used to do is he used to bake pies. This is one of the, it's like the urban legends. So I don't know if this portion of him, he was definitely a convicted serial killer. Okay. But this portion of the story may be vague. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, so essentially he was, it was said that he would tie like a muffin to a string, like outside of his bakery down the street to lure kids in, to fish kids in. What? And then he would pull on the string and the kid would follow <laughs> the muffin on um. the string all the way to his bakery. <laughs> Once inside the bakery, he knocked them unconscious and then kept them alive for a few days. And um, 
and then ultimately killed him, obviously. But I, I don't know if that part's true. But he yeah. lured kids in with muffins. Think about a terrifying plot to a movie. That's worse than it to me. That sounds not true. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I feel like a lot of those like old, you know, like kids nursery rhymes and stuff were based off of dark things like obviously what you mm-hmm. just said if that's true like do you know the muffin man like that's clearly like a sinister story if what you're saying is accurate yeah uh also like ring around the rosy i forget exactly what that's about i think the pocket full of posies part i think is like they put posies in like people's like yeah. Sure, pocket when they bury him or something like back in the day or something like that. Yeah, it's that, like that song's very dark also. Like there's nursery rhymes that are based off of dark things. Ashes, ashes, we all fall down. I know, man. Isn't that it's so cringy too. So London yeah, London bridges falling yeah. down. Right? Obviously <laughs> I mean that sounds horrible. Right. right as it sits, you know. Mary yeah, Mary had a little lamb, you know, maybe Jack and Jill. I don't know any of those, but um any of those could be associated with something bad. I think one was associated with maybe a sickness or a plague. And then there's I think also that is Ring Around the Rosy, but yeah, go ahead. There's also the uh like the grim fairy tales. Like um for example, Red Ride Red Riding Hood. Yeah. You know? That's yeah. that's right, right? Red Riding Hood. Little Red Riding Hood, yeah. Little Red Riding Hood. That's what I was missing. Yeah, so she was like that's allegedly the original is pretty dark. That's dude, I mean even like Christmas has some pretty dark, uh, like Krampus. Have you ever heard of that? Yeah, I heard of Krampus. Like the demon thing that comes and takes bad children. <laughs> they do uh, I forget that's like a German thing or something, I think. Yeah, they do a, like a haunted house themed Krampus every year. Why would you do that? That's a Halloween thing, man. I don't know. I don't like haunted houses. I'm not a big fan. I, I, as a kid, I remember there were like little kitty haunted houses. There was this farm that we always used to go to and it was, it was like a community farm. You know, people could come out and feed the lambs or, you know, the cows or whatever. Yeah. The goats, I think the billy, right? The little billy goats. And, uh, every year during Halloween, they had this barn. It was a big red barn and they would turn it into a haunted house, but a haunted house for the kids. Right. So I assume this thing probably had Frankenstein and like witches and things that aren't so gory. Um, but I remember the door, it was like the two barn doors were open and the haunted house was kind of built out on the inside of it. And the door was probably like a black sheet, a cutout with yeah. a black sheet. And I remember looking at it as a, you know, a 10 year old or a nine year old thinking, you know, I really want to know what's behind that sheet, <laughs> but like, there's, <laughs> you're not going to pay me enough to go through that sheet yeah. and check out what's on the other. It was, it was like the unknown, the fear of the unknown for me. I just, I don't like haunted houses and stuff like that because i'm and i'm not trying to sound like mr tough guy i'm genuinely afraid that if like someone popped out and tried to scare me that i would punch him in the face like i that's just like my first thing is like square up <laughs> you know like <laughs> if, if you jump out at me like that's why i can't do it because i don't want to like get in trouble and, and punch one of the workers no yeah especially if you're jumpy man i'm i'm jumpy yeah i'm jumpy but i don't think i would actually i think i would freeze before i yeah, were i think probably I don't, maybe i wouldn't actually you know, do it. but it would cross my mind i'd be like what's up <laughs> <laughs> you would at least just get on the defense i notice like when i get scared um because my niece she's 11 she plays this game with me all the time she'll wait down at the bottom of the stairs maybe like nine o'clock at night yeah. and then i'll go down to get water she'll hear me coming down first and she might be down there sneak a little ice cream late night ice cream you know? <laughs> and when i get to 
as she hears me coming down the stairs, the stairs are pretty loud. They're squeaky, so she can hear it. So then she'll, you know, drop whatever it is that she's doing. And she's hidden in, like, the underneath part of the cabinets before where we keep our pots and pans because she fits down there. Yeah. And so I'll be in the kitchen, and I'll just, you know, I'll be humming along and making myself a little late-night snack and get myself a water before, you know, I prep for bed. And she'll burst out of the cabinet. (laughs) She'll (laughs) scream, bro, and scare the shit out of me. And, um... Yeah, I jump up, I flex, and I've told her in the past to be careful because I'm like, dude, I don't want to accidentally hit you. (laughs) And I feel like I could because I jump up and I get into like a fighter's position, you know? I'm like, I got my fist in front of my face, you know, I'm in in a good stance, you know? (laughs) And, um, but I think it's more of a defensive position than anything. I don't think it's like I'm coming out, I'm I'm not coming out swinging. I'm getting in a position where I can defend myself if need be, you know? I was, uh, when you were talking about haunted houses, it maybe just kind of made me think of, did you ever go to like, this might be a stupid question, did you go to Six Flags at all as a kid? Yeah, oh yeah. I went there like last summer and it kind of bummed me out because everything there is kind of dull now and like the paint's faded on a lot of rides and a lot of rides are like closed or changed. And it just like made me feel like a lost childhood a little bit, you know? Oh no. And, it's uh, like the mall. If you go to the mall yeah, now, same indoor thing, mall. Same thing. And yeah, and so I'm like walking around Six Flags, still had a great time, felt very nostalgic. I just wish that they would like just do a paint job to the whole place. Like Six Flags, if you're listening to this podcast right now, I will come paint for free. Just let me come put a fresh coat of paint <laughs> on all the rides and stuff. Get a volunteer squad. Seriously. And yeah, that was one thing. There used to be like the Tony Hawk ride and then they mm-hmm. like lost the license to that and there was like a scooby-doo ride it's now like a justice league ride or something but that too was like malls yeah i went to the one <clears throat> in what's it called the mills mall or whatever and the only reason it was even open is because like that skate park was there right but you go in and look both directions and there's no one anywhere and it's there's like and the weirdest thing is everything is still set up as if it could open tomorrow and hundreds of people would be there but no one's there and there's just creepy carnival music playing in the background it was on playing on the speakers. <laughs> there was still <laughs> carnival music playing, but no one was there. And I was like, where's the serial killer at? I'm about to die. It's like a ghost town, man. You lose your sense of safety. You yeah. know, there's safety. There's a, That's a real thing, man, safety in numbers. I feel like when it's a busy mall, you know, especially if there is somebody lurking, man, they're not out to get me. Like, there's so many people to choose from. I'm just a regular guy. I'm going to blend in. Um, but, yeah, man, I think about that all the time with places like um, – Hiroshima or or uh, uh, Chernobyl, right? Oh yeah, yeah. That's a man. Why would why would anyone want to go there? Like some people go there for like, I don't know. It's because I think it's cool, but like I would not want to go to somewhere that's fucking filled with radiation. Yeah, they say. It's, I mean, I, I think it's still pretty high, heavily radiated, but not. Yeah. I mean, it's not in all areas, and they evacuated a ton of people, and. There's a lot of just abandoned structures. And so you have abandoned, you got to imagine it was, it was a city. So you have abandoned, um, you know, coffee shops or abandoned yeah. superstores, you know, um, whatever. I mean, whatever they have out there, like little blockbusters out there that were abandoned beforehand. <laughs> they're already abandoned. <laughs> they're already abandoned. And now they're even more abandoned. Well, and that's the thing, like in the mall, dude, like I'd go in there. There's this creepy music playing. I was just waiting to like look into one of the stores and see a clown like kind of slip behind one of the aisles or something. Like he'd be peeking at me. And then when I look at him, he slips away. I was just waiting to see something like that because it's just so <laughs> eerie in there with nobody in there. But it looks like everything's set up to open. It's it's so creepy. You remember there was like a few years ago 
talking, this may have been like five or 10 years ago now, but there was that, I don't even want to say, it's like a pandemic of clowns, essentially. Yes, oh they my People God. like clowns were being seen everywhere in the middle of the street. And I think it might've been just like a TikTok thing where people caught on and they're like, oh, I think that's super funny. Dude. Yeah. Like I'm going to put on a clown costume and go scare some people since this is going on. Right. So some of it, I think was literally just- People. Um, like playing yeah, into it. Like yeah, like people people playing into it. But there were certain videos that it was like, okay, that's kind of creepy, man. Yeah, man. There was honestly, dude, that's that's dangerous. Like that's a great way to like get shot or get jumped or like <laughs> like some people are not going to think that's funny. Like and when I, so that was going on when I was in Warrensburg at college. I went to UCM and somebody was doing that in Warrensburg in my college town and um obviously they were just doing it for fun and for the hype. But like you said who knows man you just never know when somebody might be having kind of more like a sinister like reason for it and if you get fucking shot because you're fucking with people dressed as a clown i'm not gonna say it's your fault (laughs) dude it's like i think it's it's a self-fulfilling prophecy yeah is what i was looking for earlier that's that's the name of it self-fulfilling prophecy where you say okay there's this pandemic of clowns and because people think it's a pandemic of clowns people start dressing up as clowns yeah but there's a lot of instances to your point where people have been shot and people have been killed over making youtube videos or snapchat videos especially when they go into um into like the inner city into some of these dangerous neighborhoods i mean and then they joke around with people and they're like hey you know what's good you got a problem and it's like bro i mean i i believe there's been youtubers killed over um over playing that kind of game i mean i've seen videos that i don't remember maybe there's more people than one that have done it but i saw one where this guy would go up to like people in you Uh know east st louis type areas and go and pull their pants up and it's like, dude, no. you're asking to get your ass beat. Like, Man, you're like, you'll you're, get killed over that. And you're touching it like even worse because you're, you're touching them physically. Yeah, so. and that's almost like even just, even if it weren't like a pants thing, you're grabbing them by their pants. That's yeah. like almost kind of like sexual assault. Like yeah. you're, and when you do that to a guy who clearly is not into that, you're going to get fucking wrecked. Like, yeah, no shit, dude. It's a dangerous game to play. You know, just touching people in general, especially people that grow up in those areas, man. It's like, they, you know, most people aren't friendly, you know, they don't have friendly neighbors. So right. they're not into somebody that walks up to them and grabs them, especially by the pants and tries to pull up their pants. That's initiate. You know, that's a, that's, that's a, yeah. yeah, that's assault, man. You assaulted that person. And, you know, most of, most of those guys are willing to fight back. So, right. uh, I, um, I'm not into it, but I think very, at very least you see, people get like they swing on them or they chase them oh, yeah. down and that's like if you get lucky one of the funniest thing is like when they're getting their ass beat and like it's a prank it's a prank <laughs> it's like, too late yeah buddy you, late, you, you, you made your bed dude uh, <laughs> you already cashed that check dog like you're fucked <laughs> it's a prank I'm sorry it's a yeah. prank and no, they're just getting their they ass beat you know they could take a beating I watched this fucking video on um, Facebook have you ever seen the prank where um, there's a guy carrying a stack of boxes but the boxes are taped together and so if you lean the boxes, it looks like the boxes are falling off of each other to the, to the left or the right. Mm. But the tape is um, kind of keeps the boxes together enough where it can lean so far and then stop, huh. you know, at like a 90 degree angle. Yeah. So essentially you can pretend like you're dropping boxes on somebody or, or um, tipping them over onto somebody, but you can stop it before it touches them. And that was a really popular prank. And I saw some videos and most of the time, the reaction that you got was the victim of that prank was just like laughing. Right. Right. Oh, I thought those boxes were going to fall on me. And so, but they fucking, they didn't. Um, 
But in this particular case, I was watching uh, some other guy. I guess he was like the off-brand guy trying to do it. You know, you had the main guy that invented it, and then you had another guy yeah, trying to follow his footsteps. And he was, yeah, he was in the inner city, man, and he was walking down the sidewalk, and there were a couple girls, you know, they looked, you know, like they had been around the block a couple of times, you know, <laughs> kind of rough around the edges. <laughs> And uh, he fucking pretended to drop these boxes. And her reaction is like when somebody scares you. <laughs> like you say you'll swing on somebody. <laughs> she got scared. I mean, she probably didn't get scared. She saw these boxes falling on her and she just swung on him, dude. Knocked the box, like knocked the boxes out of his hand. Started, <laughs> they started, they jumped him and started beating his ass over this, <laughs> over this prank. And he was like, it's a prank, it's a prank. And they like got him on the ground. They're kicking him in the ribs. And, <laughs> That's wild. Yeah, bro. I won't say sometimes they don't take it too far. Like, especially with something like that, like, what's the there's not a whole lot of harm in that prank you know but at the end of the day like those people like it's nothing against anyone that grew up that way that's just like that's how they are you know like it because it's a hostile environment it, well that's what they're surrounded by you know like any any moment they got to be ready to go like it could be go time somebody runs up on you you got to be ready to like defend yourself yeah no kidding and so yeah i mean when these youtubers and people go out in those er- kind of areas and like fuck with these people I'm not, I you know. just kind of get what's coming For to you. For a couple of likes too, dog. Like, yeah. I mean. And now you ended up just getting likes because you got your ass beat, not because the prank was funny. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean, was it worth it? You know? Maybe. I bet they, you know, I bet they, like the people making those videos, if something like that does, I mean, that's the content that they're probably looking Maybe. for. Because that's what makes it interesting for right. me enough to talk about it. Yeah. So that's exactly what they're going for. They and wanted. I'm sure a lot of the times they get, they could probably take a punch, you know, by now. Right. But I mean, you're gonna you're gonna risk in some situations you're definitely risking your life for a few likes yeah man. i can't believe how bad people want likes that's insane everybody kids kids now they're upset like that's the number one thing like yeah. what tiktok can i make and how many likes can how I many get? likes how many views TikTok did I get? is fucked up dude that's fucking people up it's i'm just i'll be interested to see you know like 10 20 years from now when studies when they start really finding out more about how social media affects your brains especially when you're younger yeah like it's it's can't be good for you to like have all these rushes of like one time at one video you're happy you swipe the next one sad swipe the next one pisses you off like we're not meant to go through emotions like that <laughs> no fast, it's, man. it's like gambling yeah, yeah it's it, it really is yeah 100 percent. and you know these the short videos it's funny because do you remember the application called vine yes vine dude. was the first one to do it I it wasn't vine. tiktok yep. and vine made it, it was like short i don't know what the limit was on vine it was but like six vine, seconds or something and like it, that. Was it was legit it was super pop i remember when it came out vine got super popular yeah. everybody it took off like everybody loved it and then it was like one day you snap your fingers and vine was just gone i yeah. think they went bankrupt or made a bad business decision and just went out or maybe they just they looked at it and they're like this is gonna fuck people up I'm, I'm walking away from. I it. liked Vine. I had I made yeah. videos on Vine. I had a few. I mean, they were. I didn't have any kind of following, like just my immediate friends, basically. Mm-hmm. Too. But yeah, I made. I loved Vine, and now I love TikTok. And I'm. Like, I'll be honest. I'm a little addicted to it. Like I'll find myself scrolling for a while. I'm like, Jesus Christ, dude! Like, what are you doing? Go do something. Get outside. I refuse. I refuse to download it. It was a mistake. I had a friend of mine who a coworker from a previous job who said, Yeah, you could use it to help like market your you know music and stuff which i you know dun, 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 right and i want to get, get my music out there and get it in front of people you can check they me out on spotify itunes anywhere you listen to music dylan stubblefield uh <laughs> no commercials here uh but yeah i got it to just kind of promote music and found myself now getting hooked on it and then it's like a drug man like i'll be like oh my god next video next video is gonna be good like you just I'll, keep scrolling until the point where you're like i gotta get off of here man it's like a drug and a virus mixed right because it was it found 
your weakness essentially yeah the when your friend introduced it to you and they were like oh you could use it like let me basically tiktok it's 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 taken on its own entity dude it's like i'm gonna use other people to convince other people to use my application so dylan is gonna have somebody suggest to him that hey man like i know you really like music you can market your music through tiktok all you have to do is just download a little account man it's super easy you just need a little email (laughs) it doesn't cost you anything you just upload your profile pic and and you can start posting to it and advertise your music come on join us dylan join us (laughs) join us and fuck dude you you (laughs) fell for the bait that's why i'm not touching it and then you're hooked yeah now you're now you catch yourself scrolling but they don't tiktok is everywhere like youtube has like the youtube reels oh they're all copying them now Mm -hmm. yeah even yeah, Facebook and Instagram, Snapchat. they're all stealing that idea. Yeah. Um, People are hooked. Yeah, I mean, it's funny, dude. It's just like, it's they nailed the algorithm, man. Once once TikTok knows you, it'll give you exactly what you want. It's like, have and, you ever watched the movie The Interview? Yeah. With James Franco and Seth Rogen? Yeah, great movie. <laughs> That's so fucking funny, dude. And uh, there's this, every time I think about reels or, you know, uh, TikTok, just in general, the little short 10 second clips. Mm-hmm. It's that James Franco has a scene and he works in the media. Yeah. And so he's, he's like a producer and he try he, he's trying to think of ways that, I don't know, he just sees like what people want. And he, so he's outside having a conversation with uh, Seth Rogen about what we need to give the people because we got to give the people what they want. Yeah. And he's like, give me the shit. We want the <laughs> shit. Give me the shit. Manja, manja. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, I was like, that's so accurate. I mean, you know? it is, man. It's super accurate. We want the shit, bro. Give us the 10 second clips that mean nothing and keep us entertained because I'll look down at my phone and yeah. I'll scroll through it just a little bit on Facebook when you go to the Facebook reels or whatever yeah. they call them. And it's like an hour goes by like that. Yeah. Well, it's funny, even like if you go to the Instagram reels, a lot of the Instagram reels are videos from TikTok. Like they'll have the TikTok uh-huh. little handle. When you export a video from TikTok, it puts the handle on it. Yeah. And a lot of the Instagram reels you see are just videos from TikTok. And like a lot of times I'll have friends that will send me a video on Instagram that I saw on TikTok like weeks ago. I'm like, dude, you're late. <laughs> <laughs> like, I saw that a long time ago, man. That's to my point that it's a virus, man. It's even infiltrated other social media <laughs> right. platforms. It's more sophisticated than we thought. Man, yeah, I need to- <laughs> The I need file to, servers are on fire. <laughs> I need to go on a hiatus because I'll catch myself sometimes. I mean, I hate to admit it, but like even a couple hours sometimes, I'm like, dude, I could I could do so many things, and instead I'm just completely wasting it on this time that I won't even remember. Ninety nine percent of the videos I just watched. Yeah, um, you know, if you said you know what was, Mm-mm. what was the you know top three, I'd, I'd be able to tell you like two funny ones that I watched, and the rest I completely forgot. I feel bad. I feel genuinely bad after I get done scrolling <clears throat> on Facebook or scrolling on Snapchat. Same. Yeah, me too. I just mentally I feel bad. My body feels like it has anxiety, yeah. and I. I need to go work out or I need to do something physical yeah. just to shake it off mm-hmm. because I just, number one, our time's valuable, man. I have 20, we have 24 hours in a day. If you're like me, you're supposed to sleep eight, but you sleep like fucking 10. <laughs> and so, <laughs> you know, carry the two and you're not left with a lot. <laughs> and yeah, man, like I spend some of my day studying Spanish. I spend some of my day with my wife. I got to work. Obviously when I get home, I cook dinner. And so I don't have that much time left to do something, you know, creative or my relaxation time too, where I can just sit back and watch a TV show. Never thought watching TV would be so much healthier compared to alternative. Yeah, no shit. And 
you know, you scroll on Facebook for a little bit and it's like, you just wasted your time, you time that you can't get back. Yeah. You know? Well, think about just, I feel like, de- you know, I feel like a lot more people are depressed than ever before. And like, even kids these days seem to, you know, it's sound, the more you hear these studies about kids are more depressed than ever before. And it's, it's obviously heavily in part to social media. Like, I think I, there's so many, there's a bunch of TikToks on like a bunch of reels and short videos that talk about anxiety and depression. And these aren't filtered from kids. And yeah. they're probably not concepts that kids that age should really be learning about. Maybe. You know? I'm not saying that kids can't get depressed, but probably not something they should be exposed to. But I, you know, I had my niece in the car a couple of years ago. She was like eight, seven, seven or eight years old. And she goes, I think I'm depressed. And it's Man. like, what? You know, and bear in mind, she has a pretty good life. You know, she has everything that she could need. You know, she has people that take care of her, good family that loves and cares about her. Um, she's in sports, <laughs> you right. know? but she like looks down at her phone. I think I'm depressed. And then we asked her, why do you think you're depressed? And she goes, because I feel sad sometimes. It's like, <laughs> dude, no, yeah. like that's normal to feel sad sometimes right. or bummed out about something. That's not being depressed. I see what you're saying. We all get bummed out. We all get sad. So it confuses these kids and now they're like, I'm depressed. And then, you know, they start coming out of the the woodwork well yeah man our, my wife and i have been trying to like even keep so we have our son turns five months tomorrow and we've even noticed and he like if i have my phone and i'm holding him he will instantly lock on it and like oh that's so weird you isn't can, it? wherever you move it he'll follow it like i don't know what it is about it but yeah dude even my five month old would love to sit there and stare at that screen as long as i kept it in front of him so we're doing everything we can to make sure like just to not have like screens on in front of him. We don't even really like watch TV with him, man. We want him to like keep busy with like toys and like, you know, do it like just the, I don't want to say like the old fashioned way, but yeah, we're just trying not to put a screen. At some point you got to like introduce kids to technology. You know, it's important. That's how our society functions now, but there's something about it that really weirds me out that he will just sit there and like, he loves it. He locks onto it and doesn't want to look away from it. It's in our DNA. It seems like it's just in our DNA because I mean, I can't get as much as I preach it. I can't get away from it either. And my wife's on her phone all the time and my niece is on her phone all the time. And I think it's just also the fact that it's just shiny, you know, and bright. Kids are attracted to things that make noise that are kind of shiny. And I think the, just the backlight on the phone and all the different changing colors on it. So he probably doesn't, you know, it's not like he's seeing it and he's like, yo, right. he's got TikTok. Social media. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe he is, man. TikTok, like I said, it's, it's, it's invaded everything. It's infiltrated. <laughs> it's infiltrated the minds of our children. <laughs> and yeah, he just sees the color changing and probably the ringtones and right. hears the noises that it's making. And he's like, ooh, look at that. It's cooler cool. than the other toys because this one has more iterations of color, you know, yeah. combi- color combinations. I think it's just for us, what we're going to try to do is just kind of like keep him busy doing things like, you know, as soon as he's able to like start playing sports and playing outside and like just keep him engaged in things that aren't necessarily just staring at a phone all the time. Because like I said, dude, I'm, I feel like as these studies come out more and more, they're going to show a clear link between like depression, anxiety, and all these things to social media scrolling and like doom scrolling and stuff it's just it can't be good for you i almost guarantee it man do you think that it's going to get to a point where they're going to age restrict it like you're going to have to be 18 or older to use it like using tobacco or gambling it was you remember when facebook first Mm -hmm. came around you had to be 18 to get it i remember so when i got my i made a facebook account when i was in sixth grade i was 12 Uh and i lied about my age to create the account 
I know they don't have any security, man. It's just like, oh, do you agree that you're 18 years or older? And it's yeah. like, imagine if you could walk into a liquor store at 12 years old and the cashier said, yeah, right. do, you do you agree, agree? <laughs> that you're 18 years or older? Yep, I agree. I do. It's a, uh, all right. Well, I don't even think Here's tic- tequila. I don't think TikTok has uh, anything like that. I think you can just create an account and you're on, which, yeah, man, that's the thing too is like you never know what's going to come across your feed. That's the one thing I worry about too is just like kids have this unrestricted access to literally anything, which can be good. Like if you're using it to like learn or look up things you're interested in, but it can also show you things that may not be that great. Yeah. And if there's something that's posted on TikTok, you know, it doesn't get filtered out immediate, immediately. If it's something graphic or if it's something inappropriate, even if you had the age restrictions, and I don't know what kind of age restrictions TikTok has. I assume they have some kind of parental controls, yeah, I don't know. but even even then, you know, somebody posts something and your kid sees it quick enough in his reel, you know, it's right. relevant, then, you know, it's too late. But you know what I was thinking about is you're talking about all this research that's taking place right now to determine whether or not social media is safe for kids to be using. It's like when cigarettes first came out, they used to say, I think menthol cigarettes, they were like, it clears the lungs. Once you smoke a menthol cigarette, you know, you feel like you have, you know, a nice breath of fresh air. It's like having a mint. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, I remember like if so my dad and my brother and I, when we drove out to California and back uh, in 2018 and we listened to this radio show called Gunsmoke. And uh, it used to be like an old, like 19, I think like 40s, 50s radio show. And uh, we listened to like literally almost every episode there ever was there and back. And a lot of the advertisements are like, Chesterfield smokes, the finest smokes in America. You know, it's, and it's like- I'm sold. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's like, they, they would advertise Take it as this life. thing that's like smooth draw and like all these things that- make it sound like it's good for you and it's a social thing. You'll have fun while you're doing it, you know, and it's Especially now- Especially if you have that old western yeah you know, deep man voice yep. it's like buy a shit buy a cigarette today <laughs> <laughs> your I'm wife will done. love you more and you'll get a raise at your job chesterfield smokes <laughs> yeah man i mean and now look at us you know cigarette packs have to have a surgeon general warning saying hey you'll get cancer if you smoke this <laughs> yeah it's crazy some i think out of the country i think in canada on cigarettes i don't even know if they canadians give me a shout out let me know do you guys sell <laughs> cigarettes up there <laughs> I mean, <laughs> um, they have images of lung cancer mm. or images of you seen know, that. the types of cancers, like chewing tobacco. I think they have images of gum cancer. And so it's like, here's what's going to happen. Like, here's what <laughs> could happen to you if you do this. That's enough to keep yeah. me from buying it. <laughs> it least. makes you think twice. It does because you're like, y- you feel so far away from it. You know, when you're doing it, especially if you just think it's cool. Smoking yeah. a cigarette, and you're like, yeah, this is good. I but, believe all the old. Yeah, right. I mean, people do it. There's a reason that people do it. I'm surprised they still they still sell cigarettes. You know, after e cigs came out, or I feel you, like it was something that could have been faded out pretty easily. You'd think they'd at least like take all the really bad carcinogens out and just make it like tobacco and nicotine. Like, like I feel like there's got to be cigarettes out there that are just mostly natural, you know, and not like all the added tar and all that stuff like why does that have to be in there what's yeah. i don't understand the point of that <laughs> there's a product that somebody came out with that was a it's like a smokeless cigarette for people who who want to quit smoking cigarettes and the idea is that you're putting like some kind of a scent 
yeah. inside the wood. Yeah. I think you can unscrew it and pack some lavender in there or whatever you want to pack in there. Mm. Maybe cotton candy flavor. And you can just take a draw on the air and that's supposed to, you know, mitigate your craving for cigarettes. Huh. I couldn't imagine that it would, but yeah. you know, it's interesting that people try to come up with products like that to keep people from being addicted to things. Well, just like people are gonna have to start finding out ways to make people not addicted to social media and ways to curb that. Yeah, I think so. I think it's gonna go to yeah, eighteen or older, but gonna have to be verified in some way, shape, or form. Yeah. Especially especially in the future. You know, technology's developing and now you know, even logging into any of your accounts online now, they use dual factor authentication. Yeah. Where you get a text message from uh to your cell phone. And then you also have to know the password to prevent people from hacking. But right. I'm sure there's going to get to both. I mean, there's the, like the verify me for veterans. Anybody who's a veteran that has to get that wants to get a military discount online, they have to put in you know their veteran card, you know their ID or their information, so they can verify it through the VA right. to give you your veterans discount. <laughs> they, they do more. Uh, they they investigate more for the veterans than they do for people online going right. going to order cigars <laughs> from cigars.com. It's funny. I mean, it's funny that, you know, like I said, when they, when the face, when they first made Facebook, you had to verify you were 18 and then that just went away. But I do see, I think I, I agree with what you're saying. They, at some point that's going to have to come back because you kids should not have unrestricted access. I mean, well, that's the thing with like when we were growing up, you know, in like fifth and sixth grade, when we were, internet was first kind of really booming, man. Like we had access to some information that we probably shouldn't have had. <laughs> like there was some websites I saw as a kid that I sh- should have never seen as, a, let alone as a kid, but at any age should not have been on the internet. <laughs> yeah. I remember one specifically rotten.com. I don't even know if that's still a website and don't look it up. Probably <laughs> on the, it's probably on the dark web, dude, but fuck that. That's, um, there were some, yeah, there were some bad websites take you to some dark places kids don't go to <laughs> <laughs> don't go digging don't go digging don't go on the black the dark web you know how you get on the dark web no maybe i shouldn't get into it but <laughs> it's um it's really weird because the internet's so big and anybody that so it's it's easy for people to make a website the how, this is how the this is how the dark web exists just in general most of us use we're, con- we're connected to like Spectrum or Charter, AT&T, whoever. Mm-hmm. And we use search engines like Google. Right. And Google puts out these, they're like URL crawlers. I forget what they call them exactly, but they the idea is they, they discover all these websites. And I think the websites get vetted to some extent. So this is why you don't see, they get vetted by Google or by the search engine. So it's like you don't have access to these websites. You wouldn't even be able to look them up if you punch them in your URL. It would just block it. Right. But it's due to the browser. There's other people out there that are connected to the internet that have their own servers at home and they create web pages on those servers and then they give them, they make their public IP address accessible so that people can actually access them. You know, they're a real website. And then you use a search engine called, oh God, I'm going to mess it up. They're dot onion. Instead of dot com, I know you use dot onion for a lot of the black, <laughs> like the dark web websites. And I've never been on, but I investigated this one day because I was just curious. Yeah. And I think the browser is like Tor browser or something like that. Hmm. But 
you just use a totally different browser and then I guess people connect to VPNs <laughs> and then start searching the dot onion websites. But man, you could only imagine what's on dark web websites. Well, I remember what was on the dark web when I was in, you know, sixth grade. <laughs> I can only imagine it's not any better than what it used to be. I remember, yeah, man, there was I don't want even I don't even want to say like the names of some of the things that were out there when I was a kid, but it's just like because I don't want people to go look it up. But man, there was some stuff that no kid <laughs> should be watching and me and all of my friends were watching. <laughs> yeah, there's it wasn't filtered. And I knew actually back then I knew that I was in the wild west of the internet yeah, yeah. because I could already see it happening. I could see things being blocked or people on MySpace suggesting things should right. be taken down. And I'm like, you know, I think we're in the wild, wild west of social media and the internet. And so we can kind of, you know, people could post whatever they wanted on social media back in the day. You know, there was a lot of rogue sites out there. Yeah. Shockingly. Yeah, it was like whatever people came up with, there really wasn't anybody monitoring social media and the internet either. And so, like you said, there's a lot of websites that you could get to from Google that were super inappropriate websites. You can't even find stuff like that now. The browser that I was talking about is called Tor Browser. That's correct. Tor Browser is available for Linux, Mac, and Windows and has also been ported to mobile you can download desktop versions from the Tor Project website. Now, at least one point in time, you could access the dark web through Tor Browser, allegedly. I don't know if they've put more restrictions on it since then and made it more, I don't know, more legitimate. But mm. if it's uh, if it's running on Linux, you can, <laughs> you can imagine it's probably going to be some shady shit. Yeah. Well, I'm, I have no intention of <laughs> going and checking any of that out. No, me neither. Yeah, the internet's better without that shit, man. <laughs>